Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? up? Welcome back, Penn. It's been a whole while since the last time. David, no joke. No joke. It's been too long. And to prove it, yeah. we have 16 pages of show notes. 16 unrequited pages of show notes. It's kind of crazy. It's... Unre it's, unrequited. That's what we're going yeah, with. Yeah, I don't. That's yeah. not the right. right. That's not okay. a word that yeah. works. But I was. I thought you were yeah. going to go with single space. No. No margins. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, this front, is not, front and back. I, well, I actually did the notes like I did most of my reports. Double space. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Extra wide margins. Two and a half inch margins. <laughs> yes. Sixteen point font. Sixteen point font. Yes. Stretch that one paragraph out. I have a story. I'm not going to tell it right now. <laughs> Perfect. But I do have a story about my second junior year elementary or english exam final second exam. junior year yeah my second junior year my mm. english final exam i only turned in one book you know those books you write your your yeah. things in it was supposed to be we were supposed to the exam was on like three different books and i wrote like huge you know f skip the first page or two put my name on one page turn the page filled up a, the first book with like nonsense and then I wrote continued in next book. <laughs> then never handed it in? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't tell that story right now. <laughs> well, when I normally tell it, as you know, yeah. there's a whole background. And, you know, yeah. I do a whole bit about the teacher, you know, and all the stuff and what happened elaborate. later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I really yeah. settle in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got like the cliff notes. Pull the tea out. <laughs> right. Warm it up. Yeah. Gather around, boys and girls. <laughs> it was it was 1987. <laughs> the standards were low. Right, right. So we took a week off. Indeed. People didn't know what was going to happen, but we like to surprise you sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Keep you on your toes. You think you think you like the show? How much? Ah, uh, let's see. How much? Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, one of the things we talked about doing is our top fives uh, for the 80s and 90s, and someone, let's just call them me. <laughs> didn't put their list together. I thought we were going to spin it differently. Mm. I, let's say, let's say we were going to do our top five. I was going to do 80s and Dave was going to do 90s. Right. And it was so exciting. We got such great feedback. We're just, we're going to, we decided that we couldn't fit them in one show. So we're going to do the 80s this week and the 90s next oh, week. Oh, I like that better. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, we yeah. were going to, yeah. that's what we should so say. So next, if you want to guess my 90s movies of all times, podcast.pencinema.com. I'm going to try this. Because because uh, we so we had some people write in and try and guess our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, one person wrote in and I cannot wait to read their list. <laughs> They're, they have a hypothetical list, which I just thought was the funniest ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect, Amanda. We also got a uh, we got a, uh, a note, a listener note from a a young girl mm. who is a new podcast listener. That's crazy. Did not previous, and I don't mean Penn Cinema podcast. 
Although, although that too. That too. But podcasts in general, she just discovered this art form because she now has a 30 minute, 25 to 30 minute Whoa. commute. That's crazy. And she's listening to podcasts. One of, and, and one of them is ours. Of and, all the podcasts oh. she listens to, we're one of them. Oh my God. We should put that on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, speaking of shirts. Oh. Um, no, never mind. I'll email you. If if I previously talked to you, <gasps> for example, like, I don't know if you're like, ever, if you in like, your entire life, <laughs> if you like, for example, work in a vet clinic. Oh. Or if you have a sister who does. Oh, wow. I haven't gotten to the post office yet. Okay. So just, just sorry. Bear with me. All in time, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to rush it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's things are moving too quickly here as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> David, speaking of things moving quickly, mm. while we were away, yeah. the entire landscape of the fall movie industry dramatically changed. Yeah. Oh. So you go through a year. Now, I, let me start by saying I felt really vindicated because people always ask me what's going to be the biggest movie next year. And I always say, oh, this, that, the other thing. And then I always say, you never know when a movie that you've never heard of comes out of nowhere man. is going to come out of nowhere and end up being. And the movie that I always use as an example, which has been in the news lately, but I always use the movie Blindside as a good example mm. or um, uh, Life of Pi as like another example. Here's this movie is going to be bigger than biggest thing. Of the year. I think this is going to be definitely the biggest event of the year, and it's going to end up being the second biggest movie of the year behind Barbie. And and you might want to say, oh, it's because nothing's out right now. I don't Bullshit. think it matters nope. for this. This nope. would have – thank goodness nothing else is out because it would have made it that much harder for those – Oh, like, my God. For, like you're, you would have been – Talk about gray hair. You wouldn't have had any hair left. Right. You right. pulled it all out. So we're talking about the Taylor Swift era's concert movie. Yeah. Which I want to say it was last either Thursday or Friday. And I was on my bike working out, minding my own business. It was early in the morning. And Kayla texts me and said with a screenshot of Taylor Swift's tweet and says, are we getting this? Mm. And it's a picture of her concert, and it says, coming exclusively to AMC theaters. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God. It looks like it's exclusive to AMC, but I'm going to get right on checking it out. I dropped what I was doing. I spent the rest of the morning tracking it down. And at the time, it was still exclusive, but it was in the process of you know going to everywhere. And by that afternoon, we had tickets on sale for a concert for a concert movie we had never heard of. And then by that night we had sold, or not even by that night, within an hour of putting them on sale and without telling anybody, we had sold 85 tickets to IMAX. And by that night it was almost sold out. Wow, that's 400 people. And that's a movie that nobody knew. Existed. Existed, it, it wasn't on anybody's radar. Yeah. I mean, it was, nothing like this has ever happened in the history of the movies because um, it came so far out of the blue and is so dramatically successful. Now, do you consider this, is this a movie or is it a concert event? How are we, how, how do we classify? You classify it as a movie, okay. and the reason why is because it's playing a full schedule okay. in multiple auditoriums. I mean, it's all day long. Now, it is interesting. They have very unique um, parameters around it. Mm. So they have, uh, for example, opening weekend, it opens Friday, but not until 6 p.m., okay. and then you have to come off it by Sunday at midnight. So it's only one weekend. No, no, no. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then you have to come off it. 
And then it opens back up next Thursday. Oh. All day. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then you have to come off it. And then again the following. So it's it's Thursday through Sunday. It's Friday through Sunday. And then that's the first weekend. And then there's three more weekends of Thursday to Sunday. You think that's to max out the auditorium? I have sure no every, idea. Like there, you don't have like a off day. It, no, I don't. I think it's a reflection. I have no idea why, but yeah. I think it's a reflection of whoever put this brainchild together is not from the movie business. Weird. You know, they're not from the movie world, so they thought to themselves. I I think it's somebody's uh, misguided um, attempts to not screw up school. You know, I think they're worried the kids are going to skip school oh. or, or stay out too late watching movies, which I think is misguided, you know, but um, whatever. Yeah. That's my suspicion. Yeah. Because whoever thought of it is not in the movie business. Interesting. Yeah. That's so weird. So if you're a 60, 75-year-old retiree who wants to see the Taylor Swift thing, yeah. you got to wait till Thursday. We got to watch this? Absolutely. We're yeah, going to watch, watch it. it. Yeah. Big I, time. Look, I'm not... I'm not going to be bashful about it. I love Taylor Swift. What's not to love? The music's great. She's incredible. Yeah. 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 So this is this movie is huge. Yeah. It's going to it's going to blow right past 100 million dollars on its opening weekend. So what so what are the dates? It opens October 13th, Friday mm. at 6 cuz the 13th is one of her lucky numbers. Yeah. Every ticket is $19.89 cuz 1989 is her year. Nice. Yep. And yeah, I mean the concert is it's a full, complete concert, but they edited the breaks. So the movie is two hours and, let's say, 45 minutes, give or take, whereas the full concert's like three hours and change. Right. So the movie is is under three hours. Now, I'm going to be at New York Comic Con on the 13th of October. Okay. Right? Yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. if all of a sudden 6 o'clock hits. Where is everybody? Yeah, yeah. The floor's empty. Yeah. What's going on? I like how you mim- you mimed the look. Yeah. Where? Where, where is everybody? <laughs> Ghost Town. Ghost Town, New York Comic Con. Oh, my God. All I right. It, so yeah. anyway, so Taylor Swift. So Exorcist had to move because the demand on Taylor Swift was so high. They knew they wouldn't get a single ticket and barely any screen. So Exorcist got moved from 1013 to... 10-6, mm. and a bunch of smaller movies that were in conversations with me about opening in October are no longer opening in October. Let me share a sad story oh. with you about things coming to, yeah. to theater yeah. for special events yeah. such as this. Big thing, guess what? Episode 5 of Ahsoka, the big Star Wars hit, going to be special in theaters premiere day. When's that? Next Tuesday. Where am I? Apparently, it's only AMC. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. It's stupid. And it's only like 10 theaters. Mm. Why even advertise? Yeah, right. That's I, my question. You know? Yeah. All you're doing is making me mad. Yeah. And But I am curious yeah. as to how this episode must be fantastic if they're, like, doing that. Well... It's mid-season. It's not the premiere. Let's move on to our last... Uh, in the show notes, it's not the last of our of our news, but Penn Cinema, there's a new company out of L.A. called Theater Sports Network. Oh. And they acquired the right to college football games. Okay. So we are now, this is the very beginning of, you know how people always say, like, oh, you should show football games. Like, this is it. Like, we're, it's starting to legitimize and normalize the process of getting good sports games legally above the board 
presented at movie theaters. Wow. Yeah, so we're going to start with um, like the Rose Bowl games, like the postseason uh, college football uh, playoffs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's super cool. So, I mean, it's going to take a while to, to get organized, but my point is, much like the Taylor Swift and the Ashoka, is it Ashoka or Ahsoka? Ahsoka. You know, I think more and more, like I even reached out to Apple because there was some discussion about Major League Soccer coming to theaters. Oh, you wow. know, So, like, more and more, I think that people are starting to see the opportunity for that. And we've seen it for years. I mean, we've been doing it where we can here at Penn Cinema, but what I've, what I've learned is... Until it gets a national momentum, it doesn't really work right. locally. Yeah. So. Interesting. Um, speaking of things the working and not things working. Things that don't work. Yeah. <laughs> the strikes have not been going positively. Right. Talks have not been. Wait, are you going to talk about Warner Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Things have not been good. Nah, not great. And... Uh, it's getting to the point where, like, before it was, in my opinion, I know you disagreed. I felt like, I feel like the uh, production companies are kind of like, well, you don't want to work, then we're not going to release the movie, so nobody gets paid, type of thing. You know, pushing everything back yeah, yeah. and all this stuff, and then saying, well, it's because they can't promote it or whatever, even though they, they'll be fine. But <laughs> uh, apparently it's, it's starting to... N- the negative effects are finally starting to hit the bigger studios. Warner Brothers has had to discontinue, or sorry, suspend deals with people like Bad Robot, Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise, Chuck Lore, uh, Bill Lawrence, and all these people. Like, so basically, they're like, your deals aren't broke, your contracts and deals aren't broken, but we're not moving forward with anything production-wise. So like. If you're not, if they're not part of the the people who are striking, they're also not able to work anymore because nothing's happening. Yeah. So, I mean, it's bad news bears on one hand, but on the other hand, I feel like yeah. this is only meaning that we're getting close. It's like, building more pressure. Yeah, it's the pressure is building, yeah. and this is their way of trying to like release as much of it as they can. I stand by my position. Yeah, well, you said it's uh, by Memorial Day. It was and, no, Labor Day. Was I coming. said after Labor Day, and I stand by that. So, in other words, give me till October first, and I th- I think the strike will be resolved. Mm. But so I, you can't but, wear white, but you can, but you can fly, <laughs> right? Right. right. But I but I also stand. What I meant when I said I stand by my position, I also stand by my position that as bad as the strike hurts the writers and the the people and the human beings involved, yeah, who are trying to pay their rent. And I know we're not talking about Tom Cruise; we're talking about regular people. Right, 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 right. As much as the strike hurts them, it it's totally different because it's personal for them, but it's also hurting the studios. Like the studio, the the strike is not going to go on for a year. You know, the studios have shareholders, and at some point, they're going to have to explain why they're, you know, not making the hundreds of millions of dollars that they're supposed to be making for their uh, shareholders. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's terrible, and I'm totally bummed out about the strike. But I do I do want to give it a couple more weeks before we start getting panicky. Panicky. And a good news thing. Yes. We've talked about the last couple episodes. All our trailers have been of one, like, basically company. It was A24 for a while. Yeah, because they agreed to the, to the demands and are able to do stuff. Well, Neon, 
We like a lot of stuff from Neon. Sure, we love Neon. Yeah, they've agreed uh, to the demands. And actors are allowed to not only work with them in making stuff, they can promote their films. Yeah. So they can, you know, go to cons or I guess I guess they can go on late night if they want to talk about these, these movies. Now, I feel like Neon is a little bit more mainstream than A24. Not much. Not m- well, a little I, bit. I'm, let me say this. I think their movies are more of the mainstream. Could be. Like A24 is more like out there. Yeah. Like their movies are more abstract. Okay. Yes. 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 You know. So Neon's a little more accessible to everybody. Yeah. It's more It's more like the kind of movies you're yeah. used to seeing. So. While we're on the topic of the strike. Right. And I don't want to leave Neon, but I want to I want to sidestep and talk mm. about the strike for a minute because we did get a note from one of our listeners. <gasps> Jolly old Saint Nick wrote in, and he had a question. Jolly old Saint Nick. Yep. Jolly old Saint Nick wrote yeah. in. Where did I put his question? Because he wrote a paragraph. Here it is. I'll read it and I'll respond to it while I'm reading it. Okay. So he, Jolly old Saint Nick writes in and says, "So in regards to the possibility of the strikes going into or beyond September, I'd be interested in hearing." What are Penn Cinema's options on showing older movies? I'm not too familiar with the licensing process, but how much freedom does Penn have on the selection of older movies? I would imagine some distributors, like Disney with their classics, are more difficult to get permission. But is there a decent pool of movies that you could order DCP from for basically any time you want? Does Penn Cinema have an advantage over Regal in that it's easier to get a few smaller licenses? And then he goes, on, we'll, we'll go on, but I'll pause. I think you already know because we've, we've done, we've talked mm-hmm. about this on the show before, but yes, Disney's catalog is patently locked down. No exceptions. Um, unless, of course, you're AMC and you get secret rights to, you know, sell my- <laughs> <laughs> I recently contacted my Disney rep because I was, I came across an ad on Facebook for some movie theater that was showing like the prequels, like mm. episodes one, two, and three. I'm like... I want to show the prequels, you know? Yeah. And she wrote me back and was like, no, those aren't legit. Um. Anyway, to answer Nick's question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're showing like right now, as we speak, we're showing American pie back to the future. Uh, we try to show a kid's movie. We have hook. Um, next week we're opening the dark Knight trilogy. So we were, you can, and I'm putting them one, two, three in a row. So you can watch Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises wow. all right in a row. And I'll do you one better. For all of our classics right now, tickets are only $7 each. Wow. So you can, you can spend the entire day watching The Dark Knight trilogy for 21 bucks. Yeah. That's a good deal. That is and, insane. And then the following week, we have Footloose, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I mean, we're bringing them in. The original Paw Patrol movie. So we're we're getting we're 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 doing exactly what Nick suggested we do, which awesome. is try to beef it up. But I will admit, and this is just an interesting part of the business behind the scenes. Like we, Drew and I had put this plan together this summer, mm-hmm. before the strike was a was a thing, yeah. because not so much we were worried about content, but more related to like September is always so slow. Like what are we? What else are we going to do? Like right. what? What opportunities do we have to draw in a handful here and a handful there of additional moviegoers? So we we put together a series of classics, and that's what we're working on. So, yeah. So I mean, the one that I'm most excited about is the Dark Knight trilogy. That's awesome. And all of these are seven bucks. That's super cool. So yeah. And right now we we played Fast X all week. I think it's almost done. But okay. um, yeah. I mean, we got good movies. 
Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. So anyway, those are those are sort of how those classics work. And then he was talking about sports and video game tournaments and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, those are those are tricky, as I alluded to a minute ago when we talked about college football. Like, yeah, the licensing is. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we've we've done things in the past where we've tried to like, oh, we're not really selling tickets because you can get in for free if you buy this voucher. You know, if you buy this twenty five dollar popcorn deal, right? You know, then you can walk in for free, and the Phillies might happen to be on the screen. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But that's not totally legit, and I don't love like you know me. I'm not. I, I don't care about the rules, but like at some point you have to be smart. Yeah, you know, and you don't want to stray too far. I don't right. want to. It, it's it's there's a little bit of stress for me when we play outside the rules. Yeah, somebody could walk in and be like, "What is this? What are you doing? Come on now!" <laughs> I keep waiting as long as we're talking like behind yeah. the scenes. I still 17 years we've been open. I still keep waiting for somebody to knock on the door and be like. What makes you think you can just have a movie theater? Yeah. Like, what? What is this? What? What, what, what is this? Whoa. You didn't talk to me. What, what am I looking at here? <laughs> but anyway, to your point, uh, and to Nick's point, yeah, you got to come up with other content. You yeah. know, and Neon is really filling that void. They've done a great job, and Neon has always been great to work with. And if anything, bouncing back from the pandemic helped prepare. Yep everybody for this right so on what to do when there's not much around. exactly so but anyway neon has given into the demands and they are back and they didn't waste a moment so this leads us into our next session so that's the end of the news for today but neon blasts into trailers when we come back oh. hey can i just say yeah i mean i want to give you props when i can yeah that was an amazing... You sounded so professional, just saying. Mm, sometimes I can. <laughs> <laughs> and Neon, when we come back. <laughs> More after this. You may not know this, yeah. but I used to try and do this professionally. Yeah, well, you, you, you have an Emmy, right? Yeah, I do. Is it an Emmy or an Oscar? It's an Emmy. It's an Emmy? Yeah, it's a technical Emmy. Technical Emmy. I thought it was yeah. an Oscar. No. No, it's an Emmy. You should get an Oscar. Well, I, I'm on my way to my yeah. EGOT. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. One down. <laughs> right? You, you can't deny that it's That's one true. down. It's you, you are on the board. Right. And you're one ahead of me. Right. Exactly. Who, who's not on the board? <laughs> right. Is, is, right? Like, right. This on. guy. I'm, I'm definitely on. Right, right. You're on, I'm yeah. off. Talk to me when you get on and we'll see. Right. We'll you know. talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so trailers this week. We had a bunch. Uh, the first trailer was the final trailer for the Marvels, which comes out on November 10th. Um, thoughts, David? Look, I'm not going to pretend like there was a bunch of new stuff. Because there wasn't. Because there wasn't. <laughs> but as far as trailers for a movie that I feel is really difficult to get people into because uh, superhero fatigue, one, and two, Captain Marvel didn't. Wasn't it, no people don't always think of it as like one of the better ones. Mm, I do. I I thought it's all right. Mm -hmm. I, th I think it's it's a solid okay. Yep. That said, I don't know what it is about the quick. I don't know if it's the quick editing or just how they did the storytelling in this final trailer. I was like, I want to see this movie. Yeah. Like I'm down. Like I'm. Ex I'm I don't. I'm 
excited might be strong, but it's, I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. As instead of seeing the tra- like the trailers before, it's like, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. I'll see it when it comes out. But this last trailer, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's like showing them off as more as a girl team or like what. I, I totally agree. And the thing that did it for me was I loved the Marvels. The, the, the show. What was it? Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Miss Marvel. Yeah. I loved it so much I couldn't remember its name. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, but I did. And I think we talked about it on the show. The, the young girl. Yeah. She's amazing. And this cast looks great. Brie Larson, of course. But, I mean, the supporting cast looks amazing, too. So yeah. this is not my trailer of the week, but I agree. It did the job of making me want to see the movie. Right. And that's what it should do. Yeah. yeah. And didn't we see this ahead of The Equalizer? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I watched it again on the internet to make sure that I was watching the right thing. But when I watched it in front of the Equalizer, I was like, this looks hot. Yeah, that's, I was yeah. like, okay. Like, this one got me, yeah. got me, got me in. Yeah. Uh, next is our first neon movie for the week. Mm. It's Ferrari with Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Ferrari? Uh, and if you're telling me that it's dialogue heavy, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Because the whole trailer had no dialogue until the closing <laughs> sentence. I. This is my trailer of the week. You know, I'm going to be straight up on this one. It's not my trailer of the week. My trailer of the week is going to be really dumb. Your your trailer of the week is going to be Thanksgiving. No. No. Okay. But then it, I'll I'll wait. Yeah. Okay. Ferrari stars Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz, and it is released around the ever-popular, quote, Christmas, end quote. There's no talking, and I don't know what it was. This movie, this felt so manipulative. There was talk right at the end. end, Yeah, but I know, but like the whole, the the other two minutes, it's just like... Yeah, but tell me you don't want to see, here's the thing for me. Tell me you don't want to see Adam Driver. I mean, he looked so cool in this role like i will definitely watch him for two hours be an italian oh uh, yeah sure why not yeah i mean we did already yeah and penelope cruz and, um, gucci yeah and uh the the shailene woolley or woodley or woodley. whatever woodley woolley 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 all right so ferrari is my trailer of the week okay. if you like period pieces with like cool it's also the kind of trailer that makes me want to trade in my Toyota Highlander for a fast car. Right. You know, right. like it does, it has that kind of. What do you of, have to prove, Ben? Right. A lot. You're, you're already a multiple Iron Man. Right. But. <laughs> That's not enough. But you don't have a fast car. Right. <laughs> yeah. I did for a minute, but then I didn't like it because it wasn't a good cup holder. <laughs> I returned it. <laughs> it doesn't hold my cups. Right. right. Yeah. Okay, next is my whatever. We, we have not come up with our opposite trailer of the week. Mm. Uh, so the next is the latest Liam Neeson movie of Liam Neeson being Liam Neeson yeah. called In the Land of Saints and Sinners. And I will say, when I started watching this trailer, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to barf. But it looks better than his typical yeah. well, it's schlock. Got a, it's got a couple – Good actors. It's like it was filmed on location. Yeah, it's got Jodie Comer. Comer. Yeah, we saw her in something else and really liked her. Yeah, she was great. And then, but also, I can not remember the guy, but he usually does. Yeah, the big guy. He does characters. He's older, he's got a very oval face. Yeah. Wasn't (sighs) he the bad guy in one of the James Bond movies? 
Yeah, no, no, that's Javier Bardem. Oh, yeah, Which yeah. he kind of, right, right, he right. looks like a more gruff Javier Bardem. Yeah. I think he was a pi- in Pirates, one of the Pirates. And, and that was Javier as well. But you've, you, if you see him, you'd recognize him. Here's the thing. I am still so mad at Liam Neeson for that movie Retribution. Uh. <laughs> I feel like I'm done with yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah. And then I watch his trailer and I'm like, well, this could be pretty good. Yeah. You know, it could be all right. It could be all right. Next movie we have up, and this is honestly, this was my trailer of the week. But it's weird, only because it was different. I felt like this was a bad week for trailers. Other than, the, like, I didn't want to give it to Marvel's because I don't feel like it deserves trailer of the week, even though I liked it. Right, right. Ferrari didn't do anything to me because halfway through I was kind of like, they're not going to talk. Because you already have a fast car. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything to prove. Right. Yeah. Right. I won an Emmy. I don't know if you know right. that. Right. I'm on my way to my EGOT. Right. <laughs> I, got, I got stuff going on. Right. The wheels are turning. You got no time. Yeah. Uh, but this is called Relax. I'm from the future. And it seems like, I don't think, I, this is my trailer of the week on faith alone. <laughs> Misplaced faith alone. Let's call, even call it that. Because I like the type of humor that this movie is made up of even though the trailer didn't make me laugh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to see that because I like the way this guy does humor. Even though Even nothing though about this, this is funny. was funny. <laughs> right. We'll make sure I follow this. Right. So the trailer for this comedy, yeah. that you're giving trailer of the week because you love this kind of comedy. Right. It's not at all funny. Right. And did not even make you laugh. Yeah. But that's what you're going with. But I also like time travel stuff. I do too. I do. This, this, I thought this trailer looked awful. I have no interest in this movie. It's being released video on demand next week. You can wait for it. And here's the coup de gras. <gasps> it's Canadian. <gasps> How dare they? I'm just saying. If the movie's not half in French. Remember that movie Tusk? Yeah. I'm in Canada. I don't want to die in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to die in Canada. Oh, man. Well, we oui, oui, relax from the future. The premise of yeah. the movie: some guy from the future comes back All to right, stop I, I want to. I want to pause here. I want to pause Comedy. here and talk directly to our listeners. I am asking one of you, Any talk, of you? talk amongst yourselves, yeah. co- coordinate, mm. but one of you to take some leadership and step up and watch this trailer in its entirety. And tell us what you think. Podcast at PennCinema.com. Relax. I'm from the future. I am dying to hear what some of you think. Send an audio clip. It doesn't sound that hard to understand. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Another neon. Another neon. You want to do this one? Yeah. This movie is called Origin. Mm -hmm. Why are you asking me to do it? Because you don't remember the premise? And I am just trying to evenly spread out the trailers amongst the two of us. And here you come with your quote-unquote accusations about who remembers what things are what. Of the origin. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is this is a heavy movie. This is a movie that's based on a New York Times bestseller about the caste system, and it has yeah. it has a variety of really strong actors. It I don't know what to compare it to. It looks like a drama, like there's a story, yeah. but there's also like very clearly comparing different eras of the haves and have-nots. Yeah, the, it's almost like a history of the inequality. 
in our country. Right. Because it doesn't, but it even looks like it's going to be some in the past and some That's what the, I'm saying. Yeah. Like there's a variety of like time jumps, not time travel, but, jumps, you know, time yeah. jumps. And I mean, this movie looks amazing. I, I thought about being my trailer of the week, but my problem is um, like, just looks heavy. I want to take back my trailer of the week. This is your trailer. Of no, the week. because I, you, we were talking about memory, and I'm just gonna. I mean, <laughs> what? There's a different movie, and I just remembered what it was about, and I was like, oh yeah, I liked that. Oh, that that was my yeah, trailer of the week. Yeah. I liked it so much, yeah, I completely for, forgot about it. Yeah, well, it's just like you and Miss Marvel. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we can. It's relate. just like me and a lot of a things. lot of things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> This, this movie does, like, I don't feel like there's a lot of uh, plot given away in this trailer, but right. visually. No, I will say there's no plot. Yeah. Very, very thin plot. The one detail I picked up on was that it was based on this book. Right. Something about the cast system, the origins of our discontent or something like that. Visually, it looks good. It looks really well done. Yeah. And it has some actors in it, actors meaning actors and actresses that look uh, they're like real people. They're really talented actors that you don't, they're not all A-listers. Right. But they're, you can tell that they're good, solid. This is going to be a great movie mm. called Origin, and it's from Neon. The next one is my trailer of the week. The Bike Riders. The Bike yeah. Riders. I completely, like, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Bike Riders, because this is the one that's got, like, it's got guys, but most importantly, we've got um, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy doing a crazy accent. Yeah. That just makes me like, ah, I just got to see this. His accent's so goofy. Yeah. But at the same time, so cool. Him like, and Austin, is it Austin Byler? Austin Butler. Butler. Yeah. And who's the. Um, is this Jody? Is this the one with Jody Comer? I think this is the one with Jody oh, Comer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, not she's not in the other one. You're right. Confused. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, this movie, um, what do you make of this movie? I mean, the, when it says bike riders, I was excited because I thought it was going to be bicycles. Well, it's based on a true story. Turns out it's a biker gang, like a motorcycle yeah. gang. And so they, I, they sort of go from being a fun club of rough and rowdy, partying bike riders to being like drug dealers and murderers. Right. Right. And I think it's about how the leader lost control is what it seems to be. Yeah. But refuses to give up. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It looks good. Um yeah, I, somebody from Disney was asking me about it the other day, and I had never heard of it. Was so it Mickey I was, Mouse? I don't want to. Uh, I don't just name drop. Oh, okay. I, I'm not just going to tell you every person that I talk to, but it rhymes with schmoofy. <laughs> oh, okay. but I'm not. But that's it. All that's right, all okay, I'm going right, to say. Right, right, no, no, no. no, no. It could I, be I, anybody. It could be anyone. Right, right. Anyone. <laughs> it was one of the heaven Schwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> Shmamby. But that's what I'm going to not say another no, word. No, nothing. No, nothing that's it. That's not it. Absolute. No, no more. That's the end of it. Let's move on to the next movie called The Royal Hotel. Schmorky Pig doesn't even work for Disney. <laughs> no. So don't even throw yeah. that name out. Yeah, he's from a total different right. universe. She, her, so whoever. Yeah. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, right. they. Let's not put them in a box. Uh, the Royal Hotel. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. Like they kept saying, like the thing at the bottom is like, uh, or during the, like the, the amazing thriller, and it didn't seem like a thriller to me until like I don't know, like just I don't know. Two girls decide to go work at a hotel in a remote part of Australia, including the blonde girl from Ozarks, right? Or Ozark, Ozark, and exactly, uh, 
and they are bartenders, and it all starts. What do they? Um, they buy this abandoned bar. No, they're hired to work there. Oh, oh. for a little bit. Okay. So they they truck them in, and they work. And at first, it seems like all fun and games, but then a couple of the local boys Uh-oh. are like treating them badly. But then they can't get away because they're see, just I don't, the part that, that makes me uncomfortable. Like I don't want to watch this movie. Yeah, I was uncomfortable too. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I I don't know if this is. Like, I'm uncomfortable, but not in the way that I want to find out what happens. Right. I'm like, I just don't want to watch yeah, this that's, girl get abused. That's kind of how I felt. Yeah. Our last trailer of the week. Mm. Or our, I'm sorry, our last trailer this week. Yes. This could have been my trailer of the week. Okay. For reasons that I would like to explain. Mm. The movie is called Thanksgiving. Yeah. It opens up. Thanksgiving? Around Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, November 17th. Yeah, a week before. This is a... How do I put this? The movie doesn't look great. No. It's the ultimate pizza movie, but here's the thing. What I'm saying is this pizza looks really good. It's a slasher, right? Like, it's a slasher. Like, this is like a good, old-school, greasy, hot pizza. You know what I mean? Served by a guy that you want to buy pizza from. Right. You know what I mean? Guy wearing a white t-shirt and an apron and, you know, like this is this is street corner pizza when you're at Comic-Con and you're walking up, you know, whatever oh, street. That's fresh. what I'm saying. Oh, this is $2 so bros pizza. Like, so good. I This movie just looks absolutely ridiculous and I'm 100% there for it. That analogy just reminded me. I don't know what this quote is from. But the guy goes, "Hey, Vinny, you got any cheese? Oh, I got the cheese. You want the Swiss? You want the you want the brie? You want the? We got some American over here." And the guy goes, "You have any stinky cheese?" And, <laughs> and the guy, the Italian, goes, "What are you cop? Like his voice totally different. <laughs> it changes. Is that Ratatouille? I don't know. Maybe it is. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. No, yeah. yeah. What are you cop? So Thanksgiving looks absolutely ridiculous. It's R-rated horror movie. Perfect. You've seen it a million times. But I, what I like about it is I think this movie is not trying to be anything other than exactly what it right. is. Yeah. And I'm down for that. Right. It's not trying to be the next hot slasher. Right. It's just a slasher. Yeah. Just enjoy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Coming from our friends at Sony, so I, that's always fun. I love the tagline though. No leftovers this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our movie this week. We watched The Equalizer 3 or Or did we? The threequalizer. The threequalizer. Which <laughs> yeah, I think is better. Did you come up with that yourself? Uh, I don't, probably yeah. not. Yeah, no. I want to think that I did, but we could have called it the e- equalized three-er. You know what I've been calling it when I email my guy about it? It's like expendables. You can call it expend four balls. I call it E3. E3. E3PO. Well, <laughs> E3PO. It's good, right? E3 was too, because that's a convention. That's right. Yeah. I knew that, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> you're huge. Why wouldn't I know that? Yeah, you're super right. all about E3. Yeah. Uh, we watched this movie. Did we watch this movie? Well, we talked about trailers before prove, the movie. Prove to me that you saw this movie. Can you prove to me ah. that you saw this movie? Let me think. Let me think how I can prove to you. Tell me one way that he killed a guy that's unique. Unique? Yeah. Um... Okay, I can I can do this. Uh, well, he kills a lot of guys, but he does it brutally. So there's like a couple brutal, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
I can get oh, you. Oh, I got one. Okay. He shoots a guy with the gun through the other guy's eye. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. I was going to say. Uh, or yeah, that's freaking. That yeah. He kills a guy by stabbing him with his gun. <laughs> yeah, and then while the gun is fully in the guy's head, he pulls the trigger, thereby killing the other bad guy. Right. Yikes. Or there's a guy watching video footage of the of the room, and then realizes <laughs> there's someone behind him, and he puts a poker through the back of their neck. Yeah. You know what? So. Just to get right to it. So we both saw it. So we both saw it. I yeah. loved this movie. I thought it was great. And here's the thing. I liked this movie for the same reason that I liked the Thanksgiving trailer. Mm. This movie is exactly what it says it's going to be. Yeah. And also, I will go a step further and say, being that it was obviously shot on location in Italy, just made the movie beautiful. You know, and the, the quiet scenes were so, like... Just gorgeous. It made me want to move there. Yes. <laughs> like those towns seem like. Yes. But then I was thinking, man, when you get old, those stairs must suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, when it rains, they're probably slippery because they're falling apart. <laughs> Don't ask too many questions. Don't ask too many. Pew, pew. This is what I. So I we hadn't seen the other equalizers, right? Correct. Right. And I maybe I saw the first one, but I don't remember it. Yeah. So let's pretend we haven't seen it. So we don't know what he is or whatever. Don't need to. Yeah. Fine. I was not expecting his, I was expecting him to be more John Wick and less Tarantino movie. Yeah. His, his murders are straight up over the top. Yeah. Like I was surprised at how brutal they were. They were amazing. But also amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I loved this movie. It's not anything great. It's not going to get any Oscars, but no. it was a ton of fun. I don't think it needed the su the drug subplot. Yeah. But they, I think they put fine. that in there for filler. Yeah. For time filler. That's fine. And just to have the girl. Yeah. Because she had some connection from, we don't know about. Yeah. But I actually, I like the best movie ever. I like this movie as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely the best movie I, ever. I, I went in expecting to hate it. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, this isn't, I'm just, I'm going to see this. I don't want to watch it, but I'm here. Let's do it. And then we weren't long into it. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So that's the threequalizer. That's the threequalizer. Go see it. Still playing. It's our number one movie. It was the first movie to beat uh, to beat Barbie. Really? To push Barbie out of the top one. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, now next week, Haunting I'm in Venice. I'm excited for a Haunting in Venice. So excited. It's gonna be good. Did I tell you I saw it? No. I did. I went to New Get York and I saw it with the Disney gang, the whole New York office. Schmoofy? Yeah, Schmoofy was there. Yep. <laughs> Not Schmorky Pig. He's with Warner Brothers. He's with Warner Brothers. Yeah, he's yeah. up the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't invited to the screening. Mm, Rugs Honey. Yeah, wasn't there right, either. right, right, right. So I, I will not comment on the screening other than to say, I loved it. Oh man. Yep. So good. Is, should he, now I'm assuming it's not connected to the other twos. Well, it, I mean, it's the same Hercule Poirot, but yeah. no, the plot is entirely independent. So it doesn't. There's no benefit to watching the other two. Well, there's benefit because the other two are amazing movies. Right. I mean, other than that. Right. Right. It's standalone. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Fully. So do you know if it takes place before or after? Um, I, I, it, it stands alone. I, I okay. would suspect that it takes place after, but I, there's no comment about mm. either one of the other movies. So you could use your imagination and believe that it was before or after. Yeah. I don't think it really matters. At the end of Death on the Nile, he kind of went through some growth and shaved his mustache. Remember? Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. 
Well, his mustache is back. I'll okay. give you that. It was full force. As you saw in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I'm super pumped for this. So movie. I'm not giving anything away. Is it open Wednesday or Friday? Or Thursday or Friday? Or? Thursday afternoon. Nice. Yep. And, and mm. now let me just tell you this, because we have really been having fun uh, with our open caption audience. Oh. So it's it's great because I'm, I'm starting to like really have a little group that I reach out to every week. So on opening night of Haunting of Venice, there's a 6 p.m. show. 7.15 p.m. show and a 7 p.m. show in IMAX. Oh. And there's also a 7 p.m. open caption show on opening night. Nice. Yeah. So we have four different show times. Sweet. Three different formats. I love it. Love it. So that'll be next week. Podcast at Pensament.com if you want to talk to us about that or yeah. anything in general. Because yeah. we're about to get into listener feedback. Listener feedback. That's right. There is... A ton. A ton. A so ton. let's start off before we, or or like it's sort of. You put this together, so you lead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. last week we discussed, I forget what prompted it, but we were prompted to discuss our favorite 80s movies. And you, yeah, yeah. you being the spring chicken that you are. Right. I said, I was like, not all of us were old enough right. to care. Right. Right. In the 80s. In the 80s. I think what you said was not all, not all of us. We're blessed to be moviegoers in the best decade of movie going in the history of movies. That's a good interpretation. Of Is what that I about said. what you yeah, said, roughly? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe not in those exact words, yeah. but I'm sure that's what I meant. Give me, riddle me this, yeah. listeners. Mm. So we've already asked you specifically to comment on um, "Relax, I'm from the future," right? And I also am curious, what's the best decade? I read. My dad gave me a book, which was a fascinating book, and the title of the book was. This is why 1999 was the best year in the history of the movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember you talked about that. Yeah. It was really? Right? Uh, Fight Club. Those. Oh, yeah. Ti Titanic was in 97. Of course it was. Yeah. You should know that being a 90s kid. Anyway, so <sighs> so we have, I will, I will, I did my homework and prepared it. And I wrote Unlike down, some people, but yeah. I wrote down seven of my top five favorite movies. Right. From the 80s. Well, you got to keep it low. Right. <laughs> All right. So. We had uh, an, a li uh, an email from everyone's favorite sister, mm -hmm. and and she was not the only one. A few people thought that we were just asking what's Penn's favorite movie from the eighties. Oh, okay. So she wrote in and she said, um, "My guess for Penn's favorite eighties movie is Empire Strikes Back, which not is even on your list. which is a great movie, right? But like Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi." Rambo, the the second and third Indiana Jones, mm. like these are all movies that are like amazing movies right. that I love with all my heart. But just you gotta only name seven in your top five. Look, I'm gonna say this: looking at your top five, yeah, your, your seven top five, yeah, five of them. If you have been listening to the show for any amount right. of years, you should know. It's very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But before we move on to the next listener's notes, hmm. everyone's favorite sister sent in her list of my top 10. Oh, okay. All right. Which, Let's hear. which is really good. All right. You want to hear? Are, are these aren't, oh, here's the, okay, wait. All right. Yeah. Well, right, that's, right. yeah. Yeah. So she writes in, starting from 10, I'll work my way down. Number 10. This is everyone's favorite sister's list of my favorite 80s movies. Wait, are these aren't hers? No, this is, these are hers. Oh. Because she says, here's my list, and then she gives a joke list. 
I'm trying to read the joke. I'm trying to set up the joke list. Okay. Like she's saying those are mine. No, no, no. But you're saying these are hers? She's saying these are hers. Okay. All right. Well, here it is. Number one. Number 10. Never even heard of this one. In his defense. See, that's. You got to read it one down. She says in his defense. No, that's because it's meant to be read one to 10. It's she's, she's, when she says his defense, she's referring to me. Gotcha. Here's everyone's favorite sister's it's, it's list. It's the royal he. It's the. <laughs> here's, here's her list of her top 10 favorite 80s movie. Mm, mm. Number one, her David said he hates this one. Oh, yeah. Already talked about this one. Number three, a movie David might not hate as much. Number four, if David hates his movie, then I'm not sure we can be friends. That happens a lot on this show. Number five, oh, definitely hates this one. Number six, loathed this one. Mm. She wrote this list with some kind of um, thesaurus. Yeah. Seven, doesn't like it as much as it's a terrible sequel. Or doesn't like it as much as it's terrible sequel. Number eight, iffy. Number nine, one million percent hates this. Number 10, never even heard of this one. In his defense, no one has except Top 10 Sarah and our cousin. Wow. Here's her list of my, of, of her favorite. Her, her real favorite. Her real favorite See, 80s movies. She was movies. making fun of the fact that I said I don't like 80s movies. Yeah. We, have a, we have one, I think, that overlaps. Ooh. Her number 10 is Girls Just Want to Have Fun, mm. Dirty Dancing, Return of the Jedi, Raiders, Breakfast Club, which is not on my list, but is right there. Mm. I love the Breakfast Club. Footloose, Ghostbusters, Top Gun, Ferris Bueller, Lost Boys, Ferris Bueller's on my list. Um, Spoilers. Oddly enough, three of my all-time favorite movies, I've seen each at least 50 times and quote on a weekly basis. I love it. Oh, my God. I just saw. Oh, God. Okay. She writes, oddly enough, three of my all-time favorite movies, I've seen at least 50 times and quote on a regular basis, came out in the 80s, but I don't consider them 80s movies. Is that weird? Number one, Blues Brothers. Number two, Princess Bride. And number three, Spaceballs. And what I'm saying is if I had thought about it, I probably, I don't know, Princess Bride might need to be on my list. But it's not. Look, I'm coming at you. Hit me. Everyone's favorite sister. And I'm telling you that if I were to do a top five 80s movies, you'd find all three of those movies yeah. on that list. And, it, and I will say it is odd. Because when I see those three movies, I immediately think of the 80s. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, those are absolutely 80s movies. I, I, you know, Princess Bride, though, like, you could have told me that came out in in 1990, and I would have... You could have told me that came out in 1978, and I would have bought it. That's true, too, yeah. I mean, that's a timeless... Well, the only difference is because of um, Columbo and uh, What's-His-Face. Top 10 Sarah writes in and says, Penn's number one. Oh, she also wrote in, before we get to Penn's number one pick. Oh. Top 10 Sarah wrote in... And said, and she said something along the lines of, "It's the final countdown." And I don't, don't ever think that we forget her her song. Song. Sometimes I have to cut it out because of time. Right. <laughs> it's definitely not that we forgot. No, no. It's always no, right, there. Right, right. right. Sometimes there's just not enough time. Right. So, first of all, good on you for calling us out. Right, yeah. If you're going to have a cool top like song for yeah. your name, we should play it. Right. My God. Okay. Yeah. So, Top 10 Sarah wrote in calling us out on that and then going on to say, Penn's number one 80s movie is Top Gun. Top Gun. Which I did love. 
and I did see in the theaters, mm. and I quoted regularly as a kid. Yeah. Every time we got on our little dirt bikes riding around, we'd yell about the need for speed. But it's not on my list. Other people had stuff to say too about your. You want to? Do you want to hold yours until the end? I'm I'm not done. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, Tony Baloney wrote good. in, and he says, "Oh, right. Okay. Well, he write it, He he sent a list, which was a pretty accurate list. Right. But um, you can read this whole thing if you want. But, but I was just going to say, he also wrote in with other comments. He says, "Okay, so there I was at work, minding my own business. There I was, minding my own business." At work. Whoa. Listening to the Pensino podcast. For the last two weeks or so, I've been trying to plan a family vacation. To listen to the podcast? When it hit me like a ton of bricks. <gasps> what we need is a Penn Cinema cruise. Think about it. If they have movie theaters on the boat where we could see three shows each day at sea. And like Mystery Science Theater, have Penn and David narrate the movies in real time as we watch them. I know people that would pay me money to not narrate the movies. <laughs> We could have trivia nights in the bars. The possibilities are endless. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think that you and I would make excellent trivia hosts. Yes. Because we both know we don't do well on the other end (laughs) of it. But we could ask the questions. Yeah. Okay, so Tony Baloney writes in with his list of my top five favorite movies from the 80s. Right. Um, The Breakfast Club, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which, I mean... I already mentioned how much I love The Breakfast Club, even though it's not on my list. Mm-hmm. And I will say, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I love that movie so much. Spicoli, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God, I love that show so bad. <laughs> Princess Bride, we already discussed Empire Strikes Back, we discussed, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So far, the only one people have gotten is Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, yep. That's um, crazy. Somebody mentioned uh, Raiders. Yeah, there were, that no, was true. I think that was on Jen's list. But he also gave my '90s movies, which we'll hold till next week. You want to hold it? Yeah, okay, we'll hold yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Hold, we'll hold his answer on this. And, and we have one last list. Ooh. You ready for this? I am. I'm totally ready for this. The one last list is from our newest listener. Whoa. She has a little tricky name. Yeah, it goes something along the lines of Akelo. Akelo. <laughs> A lot of people think her name is spelled with an A, but it's actually an O with an exclamation point. Right. K-A-Y-L-O exclamation point. And the yeah. O is capitalized. Mm. Yep. So Kalo writes in and says, hello, good sirs. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Let me adjust. <laughs> yeah, pinkies like, out. Get my pinkies out. Get my bow tie on. Tie yeah. my bow tie real quick. Well, hello, okay. madame. Yes. <laughs> hello to you, my dear. <laughs> very good, very good. Oh, very good, sir. <laughs> Let me get my cup of tea. Who <laughs> get a spot, honey? Right, sir. Quite right. <laughs> Quite right. Quite right. <laughs> Quit boogering about. <laughs> jolly on, jolly, jolly on. on, jolly on. <laughs> so anyway, Kalo writes in and says, "Hello, good sirs." Mm. This may come as a surprise, but I am now a podcast girl. Whoa. You see, I drive 30 minutes to my internship every day, so I took up podcasts. So, I am your newest listener and loving every second of it. Anyway, I have some guesses on Penn's top five 80s movies. Here's my list. Mm. And she gets two of them. 
She got two, two of them, which is more than the average people wrote well, she's in. She's pretty close well, to the source material. Well, she's close to the source material. And I will say that one of the third one that she got this pretty close, Breakfast Club, which we've discussed, mm-hmm. probably should be on my list. She also mentioned, all right, so I'll just read the list. Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Breakfast Club. She also mentioned planes, trains, and automobiles, mm. which honestly was on my list. Mm. And I deleted it to make room. 16 Candles, which was also on my list, but I deleted it to make room. 16 Candles. Rum or room? What? Rum. Rum? Rum? Are you making fun of how I say rum? No. No. Good day to you, sir. What I say, (laughs) (laughs) jolly good show, jolly good show. And then she does get another one of my correct guesses: Mm. Christmas vacation. Right now, if any, so now it's time to read my list. Would you say that she's a podcast girl in a podcast world? Indeed, it's fantastic. And it's plastic. Uh, yeah, I don't know <laughs> Indeed, I would, good sir. All right, so here's okay. my here's my list, and I think it's worth mentioning, right? That two of these are on my all time list. Period. Mm. Like when when we did that show and we discussed your top ten favorite movies of, of all, all time, time at Zootropolis, which we're going back to in November. Um, my top five '80s movies. Number seven, mm-hmm. Back to the Future. Great, great, but I could have I could have yanked that and put planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm. The number six on my all time top five favorite eighties movies, E. T. Okay. Now E. T. is an example. It did not make my list, and again, I should have put in planes, trains, and automobiles because, like, if I go home tonight and E. T.'s on TV, I probably won't watch it. Right. But if I go home tonight and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is on the TV, you bet your ass I'm going to sit there and watch the whole thing. So these two that you just said are the two that I that are that I would exclude from if you've listened to the show. Yes, you would know the rest of them. You are very vocal about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So number five, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. the first one. The first one. The so, first arc. So good. Yeah. Number four, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number three. Oh my God. This is one of the funniest movies ever made, period. End of conversation. Talking about the 1980 classic, Caddyshack. What? This isn't a Cinderella story. Except the Masters. Bill Murray's in that movie. Oh, you bet your ass he is. So good. Number two is the, these last two. The number two and the number one. So, so far we have Raiders, Ferris Bueller, Caddyshack. Number two... We talk about it on the show all the time. It's if if you exclude Christmas Vacation, Moonstruck is my all time favorite yeah. movie. Yeah, Moonstruck and Christmas Vacation are your most talked about movies. Yeah. So number two is Moonstruck. Number one is Christmas Vacation. I love the eighties movies. Yeah. Uh, man, that's that was a fun walk down memory lane. Very good. All right. Next up, The Shadow. The Shadow knows though. <laughs> I mean, it's a cute little soundbite. I feel like he must. Well, he must know one of the best ways to listen to the podcast. Yeah, right. Uh, he writes and he says, hello. Hello, good sir. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he just says, no. hello. <laughs> like Seinfeld? Hello. Wait, are we, do- are we doing the voice? No, we're not doing no, the voice. We're no. keeping it. Are you sure? Yeah. As the shadow is held up in the house, this is the only way to listen to the Pensum podcast. 
on a 65-inch TV. Damn. And he submitted a picture of said TV. Of said TV. 65-inch TV. I had to get a bigger monitor just to see the whole That's picture of the TV. That's a big-ass TV. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see Black Bomber <laughs> Becky's face sitting on the other end of the couch like, I just want to watch my shows. And he's got this stupid podcast. <laughs> so a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Was this... Yesterday or a couple weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Well, unless you listen to it tomorrow, in mm. which case it was yesterday. Good point. Yes. Yeah. We discussed. Mm. I made a funny. Because we were talking about Einstein's theory of relativity. Yeah. And I said E equals MC squared. And then I made like a funny joke. But I wasn't kidding around. I, I, did, I, I shrouded it. You said sometimes. I fooled around with it because I didn't want to intimidate the listeners with my incredible right. genius. Sometimes my smarts. knowledge is a burden. It's a burden always. Yeah. yeah. And so I didn't want to like come across. So I, I, I sort of put on a mask of comedy and made like a joke that E equals MC wow. squared, except it's a lesser known thing that E sometimes equals MC squared. You are a brilliant thespian. Yes, indeed. Indeed I am. And so Frodo called me out on it, mm. which I thought was pretty great. I, I was going to skip this because I'm so modest and humble. And I remember, and then I was like, yeah. pen, pen, let's honor you yeah, the we, way that we should. We really need to read yeah, this for yeah. the good of our listeners. Right, 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 right. So I made this joke about E sometimes equals MC squared. Right. And obviously I was totally kidding. But I thought it was a funny bit. Yeah, and 70% of the time you're funny all the time. Right. But it was funny, right? I mean, we had a good laugh. Hilarious. Yeah, and she sent us she sent us a clip in case we forgot. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's the best that part. That was the best part. I, I could she's, stop right here. She's like, in case you forgot that you made a joke, right. here's a clip right. of you making said joke. <laughs> a lot of people need to do that. A lot of times when I get home, Amy says, how was the podcast? And I said, it was great. You know, and then that's kind of like, What's for dinner? Like, let's eat. <laughs> I would imagine it's more like a kid coming home from his first day of preschool. What'd you do? We didn't do anything. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. She says, how was it? I said, it was great. Yeah. I came home from that episode. She said, how was the podcast? I said, honey, I made this joke about E equals MC. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is so big. I was so pleased with myself because I thought that was some really funny shit. <laughs> I came home and told her all about it. Yeah. She just stared at me like she always does. Yeah. She never gets it. And, uh, she looked at you and she was just like, I'm a doctor. Right. She's like, I don't have time for it. <laughs> I don't have time for your this jovial shit. Yeah. Amy told me a couple of weeks ago, it's time that we grow up. <laughs> Let's not rush things. And I laugh. We only just got these t-shirts. <laughs> okay. So Frodo wrote in and said, okay, so you know that whole E equals MC squared bit? I've attached the part for your, your, to remember. She said, I think you'll find this funny. Hilarious. Even. And I did. Penn, you were right. At least more or less. So here's some trivia. Mm -hmm. E equals MC squared is the short version, which describes things that are not in motion. The full version that accounts for momentum is E squared equals MC squared squared plus PC squared. Oh, of course. I thought it was kind of a funny coincidence and thought you'd get a kick out of basically being as smart as Einstein. I don't know if everybody heard that end part. Um, she said, I thought it was kind of a funny coincidence and thought- I heard the gobble gobble in there somewhere. 
I'm sorry, what did you say? Right, so what, what I was saying was, I thought it was kind of a funny question. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, it's good. Funny, funny, funny. Thanks, thanks for running in and, and making Ben feel smart. And what are the odds, though? Like, all kidding aside, like, what are the odds that the full version that accounts for momentum would have the 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 um, letters PC Pen Cinema Podcast. Right Pen Cinema Squared. Pen so. Cinema Squared. Pen Cinema Podcast. What are the odds? Oh, yeah. That's I mean, crazy. that's what's wild. Yeah. The Matrix is a wild place to live. <laughs> I'm never leaving. That's for sure. We have so many pages of notes. I can't even figure out where the next page is. <laughs> I found it. I found I, it. I'm there. I'm there. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to our last segment of the show. That was dramatic. That was overly dramatic. <laughs> what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you doing outside? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did I nail this? <laughs> yeah, nail pretty much. Yeah. David wrote last week I had fun writing David's list for him <laughs> yeah. and speculating on what he was doing. It was like Star Trek stuff. Right. It was pretty much spot on. Botany. <laughs> <laughs> so David wrote my list for me this week, which I chose not to edit, and he wrote number one, running or running related propaganda. <laughs> exactly. Nailed it. Bingo bongo. Bingo bongo. I will say I've also been getting a kick out of the U.S. Open. I've been watching mm. the uh, men's and women's tournament. Um, you're not supposed to kick tournament. that. No, you're not. But I do anyway. And, yeah, so, no, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what I've been doing. Well, I, I... I have not been reading or watching any, like, episodes of anything. Of anything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just getting by. I want to see your opinion of Ahsoka, which I've been watching and absolutely loving, because it's basically season five of Rebels, mm. and I'm very curious to see if you, someone who likes Star Wars, mm -hmm. is, is able to enjoy the Star Wars show without having watched four seasons of this cartoon. Mm. But that really, okay. if it's, I want to know if it's accessible to the regular people, classic Star Wars fan. Pew pew. Yeah, the pew pewers. Um, I've I also watched all of the live action version of One Piece, which is a freaking enigma to me because I watched it. Did I enjoy it? I can't really say, but I also could not wait. Like I wanted to finish it. Yeah. So I watched the whole season yeah. in the long weekend. So I must've liked it maybe, but it also really annoyed me. Right. And it's also really weird. And then I found myself watching the anime because I'm like, I want to know what this was based off of and how, I don't know how long I'm going to get. That has over a thousand episodes. So I might get like 10 into it Jesus. and be like in bail. But hey, real quick. I don't mean to interrupt, but you reminded me. Mm. Um, you heard of this movie, Godzilla Minus One? No. You should Google it. And so should you listeners. And Frodo, listen, or, or Google it. Godzilla Minus One. And I'm, I've been, I, I've been, I spent portion of my afternoon advocating to try to get it and let it. Really? It looked really interesting. Was that the one that's going to be online? No. That they announced? No. Oh, no. no. Uh, I also watched Blue Beetle. So did I. Yeah. Well, you gave us the review of it last yep. episode. Oh, right. Because you faked me out. I faked you out. Yeah. But I did, I did go see it. Um, and I didn't like it. Mm. I hated every part with the family. Except for the George Lopez part? No, I hated all the parts with the family. Except for the George Lopez and part. And here's, here's the thing. I realized what it was when I tried started to describe why I didn't like it. goes right along with like why I didn't like Goonies. They all had very 
upper octave voices, and they just y- talked really loudly over each other all the time. And I don't like that. Hmm. I don't like that style of comedy. Hmm. And that's the style of comedy they went with. What about when George Lopez said, Ma, he stole the taco? <laughs> Come on. Which that was, was short for Tacoma. Yeah, see? It was a, definitely a thing that he said. <laughs> I did like the, I did like the guy who played Blue Beetle, and I liked all the parts with yeah. Blue Beetle. Okay, so I would look forward to seeing more of this character and other things, but I don't. I wouldn't need to see another standalone. It's funny because I the guy I saw it with said that the family bits made it for him. Re- that's what that's what the guy I saw it with said. Yeah. Um, and I've been reading Invincible Universe Compendium Volume One, which is really Invincible is a great series. You it's lost awesome. me at Compendium. Yeah, that's some pinkies out <laughs> some, shit. It is. So that means that the book is like. Right. A thousand plus pages right. long. Yeah. I'm sorry, I interrupted. What were yeah. you saying about it? Uh, so Invincible is a great series, which I've read all of. There's also an Amazon uh, series of it, which is quite good. But this is, like when you read it, people will show, it's a, super, a superhero thing. You'll read it and like a team will show up and they'll be like, oh yeah, we were just doing this thing, but we're here to help you now. And these, this is a, a collection of all the auxiliary stuff. So it's like, Oh well, they you know this, these guys were popular, so they did ten issues of them doing yeah. some adventure, and then eventually they wound up at this part in the story, okay. and it's like that stuff. So All it's right. even though I finished it year, year, a few years ago, like it's kind of fun to read these like things that mm. that fill it out. So dope. That's that. So next week we're going to be watching a haunting in Venice. That's going to be great. Penn's already seen it. If you want to talk to us about that, or guess my favorite top five 90s films. 90s films. Podcast at PennCinema.com is the way to get in touch with us. Spoiler alert, Fight Club. Got to be on the list. Got to be on the list. Got to be on the list. You know, we missed an email from Top Ten Sarah, as well as, um, it was a comment on something else, which I think we're okay to to move on from, but... um, she wrote in and she contacted me and she said, well, didn't you see it? Or, you know, she's like, maybe I sent it to the old email. Right. So make sure you got the new email. The, the correct email. It's podcast yeah. at Penn Right. Indeed. Yeah. 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 So, but if you want to support the show, Penn, how would somebody go about doing that? <laughs> this show? This one here. This, this podcast. Yeah. Well, here's what you do. I mean, you just follow the lead of our newest listener. Mm. You get yourself an internship. 30 plus minutes away. 30 plus minutes away. You, you first first thing you got to do is quit your job. Yeah. Right. That's step one of supporting our show. Right. Is to quit your job. Right. I mean, easy peasy. The rest will come. Right. Right. Start there. Well, then you're going to need a new job. Oh, okay. So what you do is you get yourself an internship. Mm, naturally. A, a non-paid internship. Right, a non-paid internship. At least 30 minutes at away. At least 30 minutes away. Yeah. To get you started on the right foot towards your... <laughs> successful <laughs> career no, towards successfully supporting us right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. and right. then during that 30 minute drive you listen to the show yeah that's step two mm. or three I guess we're up to mm. and then the fourth step is you come walking in to your new office with your internship and people say hey what's your deal and you're like I listen to the Pensum podcast that's what I do that's what I do that's what I do <laughs> right and then they will love you and, and yeah. you'll be best friends why'd you leave your last job <laughs> I had to listen to the podcast didn't podcast. I tell you come on I, what are you talking about I told you about the, the podcast what are you stupid, stupid? <laughs> and then you'll get fired from that internship right. and you do it again right and you accumulate that's one how it inch, that's what I'm saying because then the HR guy's like right. I gotta find out what's about this right. podcast right that's what I'm saying are you telling me there's 230 episodes to go look right. back on stop get out of town 
<laughs> Stop. Stop. All right. Well, that's or, it for or the show. Or if for some reason you love your job and you oh. don't want to quit it. Oh. Well, what are you going to do? You just tell a friend about oh. how much you enjoy the Pensano podcast. And Almost too easy. It's, a, it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah. If you need help mastering that, send us an email, podcast at pensano.com, <laughs> and we'll walk you the, through those steps as well. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, for the Pensano podcast, I'm David Walton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care and party, party on. on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.